Hello, this is Justin Taylor with another Sales Talk. Today, what we're going to be talking about in this episode is, again, continue our discussion around enterprise single sign-on. In the last two, we've in the first one, we've actually introduced what single sign is, at least from an enterprise perspective. I mean, we've had Bob Ramin, who's been so gracious to be on that recording. We also brought him back for an introduction to Secure Login 7, which will be coming out September 8th. Talked about the features and the pain points that those features are designed to address for customers. Now what we want to do is one of the things that we traditionally do in the episodes or in the shows is talk a little bit about how to position this with customers. And so to do that, we've decided to bring Bobber back and he's been very gracious to come back again. Thank you, Bobber, for being on the show. Thank you, Justin. You're becoming the most recorded person in the company on Sales Talk. Congratulations for that distinction. Let's talk a little bit about how we position this product. So in the last one, we talked about the fact that the product is really designed to address cost issues, productivity issues, and risk issues within an organization. Who is it specifically, let's say if we talk about cost, who is it that we're going to be targeting within an organization to look after that pain? Who's going to be the person we talk to about that particular pain? Secure login is normally targeted and the decision maker is normally the senior IT person, so the director level person, because most of the IT folks are responsible and the IT director, the IT manager is responsible for managing the cost of operating IT and making sure that the security is set up because they're either reporting to the CISO, or the CSO, or the CIO. The target audience is the mid-level, senior-level IT manager or the IT director, and they're very well aware of what their current costs are and what their current infrastructure is and what the limitations are. From a metric perspective, the things that we're going to be looking for here are going to be, you know, how many help desk calls are they getting a day to, to do password resets, and they'll probably have that. How much does it cost per help desk call? All of those things would be things that we could build a value proposition on. Is there anything else that we should know, any other metrics we should be trying to discover from this target buyer? We should ask them how many applications they have in their enterprise, right? What are their users using? We should also ask them if they are synchronizing passwords and basically reducing security down to the lowest common denominator. We should be asking them whether they want to know certain metrics or certain reports as to the access for certain applications. For example, they might be thinking that they've got they've acquired 100 licenses of application X and those are all being used. But in, in reality, maybe only half of them are being used and others are just provisioned to people, but they're not really using them. By generating a report on application access, they can see what the usage trends and usage patterns are for certain applications also. So, wow, I didn't even think about that. The fact that this actually helps them with their licensing costs as well, because now they're actually going to know not just who has it, but who's actually using it. Never thought of that before. That's a good idea or a good um, feature that we can show them or benefit. Let's talk about productivity a little bit. We say that we're mainly when we sell this, we're targeting those IT directors, IT management. From a productivity standpoint, what does the IT department know about productivity? Because typically the, the line of business managers are going to know that kind of stuff. But how is it that they know about the productivity? productivity of the users? They don't. They normally get that information from the line of business managers. The reason we normally target the IT folks is because the first and foremost secure login is a security product. And it's very, very IT centric. And the IT folks are the ones that are going to be the decision makers. They go and they normally talk to the line of business apps and either themselves or they invite us to have that conversations with their counterparts in the line of business or sometimes with their CIO and with their CISOs because if they are convinced that this is going to be 
the right security product is going to increase their security, increase their productivity, reduce their risk, then it's a very easy conversation to have with the line of business managers and with their CIOs. So we can start with them, get them to be on our side and be our advocate within the organization, then be able to build on that to get out to those line of business managers and the the other executives that are going to be involved to really get the money because of the fact that ultimately it is saving them money, making people more productive and reducing their risk. Yeah. And most of the time, those IT managers, what they'll do is they will install the product to key people, mostly to their C-level executives or their line of business app managers and show them that how easy it is for them to do their job and not have to worry about all the different passwords, either an Excel spreadsheet or written down on a piece of paper under their drawer or something like that, and make it very, very easy. And once people have started using their desktop, their workstation with Secure Login installed and enabling and making their lives easier from a single sign-on perspective, it really only takes a couple of weeks for them to realize, wow, how did I even live without this? So that, and for those people listening from the Salesforce, that is a great recommendation that Bobber just made. One of the best ways to get this thing installed or to get this thing sold is to put it on the decision maker's desktop, let them use it for a little while, and they will become hooked on it. Once you're on it, nobody ever wants to get off because they really don't want to have to go back to their old life of having to remember all these different passwords. Now, who are our competitors for this product? Because we're not the only ones out there who have this fantastic idea. Who else do we compete with in this space? You're right. We're not the only people offering enterprise single sign-on. What we do all need to realize is that the single sign-on market space is about 370 to $410 million market. And there's no clear leader in this space. Novell has about 10% market share, and we have the second largest market share in this space. The only people who have a higher market share than us is CA, which is at about 11 or 12%, depending on the year it moves a little bit. So there's not that much difference between the number one and the number two leader from a market share perspective. So you'd say, well, who are all these other people? And when you look at the different market shares from CA, Citrix, Improvada, IBM, Avidian, Passlogic, all of those market shares are, you know, other than CA, all the other market shares are less than us. And they all constitute about 40-some percent of the market. So there's about 60% of the market that is either homegrown solutions or they're not using an enterprise class product or they're using password synchronization and considering that to be ESSO. And like we talked in one of our earlier podcasts, the end user experience is single sign-on, but all the other benefits you get from a compliance perspective, from a security perspective, from application access control, from content access control, you don't get those benefits. There's a huge white space that we can go after without really getting into a competitive situation. Really, in that particular scenario, it's more of a simplified sign-on than it really is a single because in reality, you are having to log in multiple times. You just have to remember one set of credentials. Would you say that's true? In the case where they're synchronizing their passwords, yes. One of the things that we run across as well, and I've seen this in the field, is that we have things like Kerberos. And people say, oh, our single sign-on is based upon, let's say, Microsoft's Kerberos or some other Kerberos, or they'll throw out words like Federation and WSFED and Liberty Alliance and SAML. Why aren't those really enterprise single sign-on or really aren't equal to what we're offering from an enterprise single sign-on solution? They are, but they are dependent on the fact that every single application that you have in your enterprise 
is Kerberos aware? Is Federation aware? And in cases like that, which is very rare for an enterprise to have every single application following those standards, like I said earlier, there's a lot of different applications from different vintages. And not all of them are going to be Kerberos aware, not all of them going to be SAML aware or uh, follow a Liberty protocol or follow any kind of a Federation protocol. What Enterprise Single Sign-On does is it bridges that gap and it allows you to use your current investment and use the applications that you have and increase your security, reduce your cost and reduce your risk while allowing you an ease of use and giving your users better productivity model. I think the key thing, especially from the way I saw it, was the fact, as you said earlier, that everything has to be enabled. Those applications have to understand what Kerberos is and the Federation standards. And obviously, that is a very small piece of the marketplace. I liked your term. And one of the other ones, the vintage applications, a nice politically correct way to say old legacy stuff. Well, again, thank you very much for taking the time today, Bobber, to discuss how to position this within customer. Some of the key points that all of you in the Salesforce are going to want to remember is that we typically try to target the IT management for this product, use things such as a trial install on some key decision makers' desktops as a way to hook them on the product and see the real productivity gains they get and then start to build from there, uh, making their life simple and make them see how they can reduce the cost for themselves and make their users' lives simpler as well. We saw that there's a lot of different buyers out there. Novell is number two in the space, just very closely at the heels of CA. Remember the rule about CA, that's where old products go to die. So while they have a smorgasbord of different products, buy one, get all this other stuff free. We always have issue with understanding who's actually using what CA is selling out there. The main things that we're going to see as competitors aren't going to be actual vendors, probably going to be more the homegrown types of solutions or the password sync. So possibly even upsell opportunities here for individuals or companies that we've sold IDM to and we're doing password sync, maybe show them the secure login seven product or even the current shipping product, the six X version, and get them to see the new capabilities they would be able to have by augmenting again this. Let me just add one thing there, Justin. You bring up a very good point about existing IDM customers. We do have a huge install base of IDM and Access Manager customers and not that much overlap. We have a white space of about 3,000 that are IDM customers that do not have their logs. So it's a great opportunity. Thank you very much for bringing that out because, again, to all you sales folks out there, 3,000 <laughs> different customers out there who know Novell, trust Novell, have our products, probably you have a relationship with them. Go out there and get them upsold to secure login. Again, use that little hook there of getting it on their desktop quick, showing them the value, get them hooked on it, and then build from that advocate within the organization to get this product into their hands. Thank you very much again, Bobber, for being on the show. We look forward to secure login seven coming out here on September 8th. Remember too that uh, the price has been reduced to $35 per user, which will be beneficial for the customer and help drive sales even faster. Again, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Sales Talk and to listening to this series on Enterprise Single Sign-On. This has been Justin Taylor and Bobber Amin from Novell wishing you happy selling. Novell Sales Talk is brought to you by Novell Inc. You can send us feedback at salestalk at novell.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.